0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's a Monday. How was the weekend and church yesterday? Hey, call a friend. Tell them we're on the air. News, information, and comment. Oh, it's just around the corner. Well, very busy around Greg Patton Ministries this week, getting geared up and ready to go to Las Vegas and be with Billy Crone as Southwest Radio Church makes their second appearance. Prophecy conference that comes up this Saturday and Sunday, all day you're out in the las vegas area we'd love to see you sunrise bible church 1481 east lake mead parkway that's actually in henderson nevada you stand in the parking lot you look out over las oh something else looking forward to our opportunity to serve the lord talking about the end of america this weekend as well as the spirit world two things that get you a lot of trouble if you're trying to make friends and influence people, but it's truth from the Word of God. Come join us in Las Vegas at Sunrise Bible Church with Pastor Billy Crone. going to be a great time. And then pray for us here at Greg Pat Ministries, several demonic counseling sessions this week, and like I said, busy all the way around. Hey, right here, are you supporting Christian Radio, my friend? I pray that you are. I pray that you continually have us on the list. Talking about this Christian radio station, and that you are supporting it financially, if at all possible. Devil's trying to put an end to everything Christian in America. Christian radio stands tall because of you. Thank you so much for your support. And now, what in the world is going on? Happening again in Virginia, University of Virginia, manhunt Charlottesville this morning. Canceling classes there as law enforcement scours in and around the grounds for student shooting suspect Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. In a message to the community early this morning, UVA President Jim Ryan wrote to provide an update on the multiple public safety alerts sent out following the 10.30 p.m. Sunday night shooting that killed three people, injured two others. Ryan, in confirming that Jones Jr. is a student there, said the suspect remains at large Considered armed and dangerous. I'm often asking the question, what were you thinking? Usually not. A woman's been ordered to stand trial on second-degree murder and other charges after five bicyclists were struck by her vehicle as they rode during a charity event in western Michigan. Iona County District Judge Raymond Vogt said during a preliminary hearing last week that Mandy Benn was intoxicated with a cocktail of drugs, despite testimony that she had only therapeutic levels of medication in her bloodstream. The judge said that Ben, who's 42 years old, acted wanton and willful with disregard of life. How awful. Well, it's been almost a week. They're still saying, what in the world happened here? Democrats pinned the tail on the donkey this weekend securing the 50th Senate seat, just hard to believe. That's required to control the chamber for the final two years of President Biden's term. The clincher came in Nevada, where incumbent Senator Kathy Cortez Masto defeated Republican challenger Adam Laxalt in a tight race there. And while midterm elections are typically a big letdown for the ruling party, how did it happen? Democrats could even pick up a Senate seat this Surprising election cycle, Georgia's race between incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker is headed to a runoff come December the 6th. If Warnock wins, Democrats will have 51 Senate seats, giving them some extra breathing room. Over in the House, which is yet to be decided, the path to victory looks much easier for Republicans than it does for Democrats right now. Of the 19 incumbent current undecided races, the GOP needs just six to take it. The red wave wasn't even a red trickle. For legislation, it means Democrats are going to have their hands tied due to the pushback from a GOP-led House of Representatives. They will likely not be able to enact major new progressive programs from the Biden administration like they did in the last two years, such as that ridiculous Inflation Reduction Act. But the threat of their wins being reversed by Republicans is significantly diminished. For the judiciary, having control of the Senate, where judges and executive nominees are confirmed, it's crucial for the Democrats, who will get to work filing the 118 open federal judicial vacancies with their judges, plus a Supreme Court justice position to open up. They'd be in the driver's seat to confirm their preferred nominee, of course all this means that Dems and Republicans will have to work together to solve pressing issues facing the government. The two that seem to be at the top of the mind are, well, literally funding the government to prevent a shutdown and raising the debt ceiling so the Treasury doesn't default. Time to stand up and be counted? I think so. A Navy veteran, father of three, who became frustrated with the woke agendas and the secular topics taught in today's public schools sought something better for his three daughters, and, well, he did something about it. He stood up and did something. Speaking on Sunday morning on Fox News, Navy veteran Lieutenant Commander Ale Kafari, a deeply faithful person, said, We're a military family. We've traveled all around the country. We've seen a lot of schools, of course. And during his last tour at the Naval Academy, he said he enrolled his children in the local school system. I thought they'd be well off, and and they'd do well there. That didn't happen. I realized I was not getting what I was hoping for for my kids. For me, I want my kids to go to heaven someday. I want them to love Jesus. They'll live the lives of virtue, of course. That was not the path that the school system was putting them on. Well, sir, you're talking a public school, about as demonic as you can get. Not intentionally, of course. It just happens. He that is not with me is, uh, well, you know. I don't care how many Christians are in that program. You cannot win. You cannot speak up. You cannot talk about your God and heaven and being saved. And that's the public system today. This lieutenant said uh, he, he noted his middle daughter was being taught common core math and that every night's homework was a tremendous struggle. And he said there was crying and screaming at the dinner table. And he realized he could not keep his kids in that system. So... What'd he do? He started his own school and things are going very well. Yep, sometimes you just got to stand up and be counted and do something. More news right after this. As a pastor, as an evangelist, as a revivalist traveling around the country, I got very concerned going into churches and hearing stories of things dating back to people's childhood and teenagers involved and Uh, senior citizens all ages doing some strange things, experiencing some strange things. Thus, the Invisible War on the Saints. This series has been so helpful to so many people we hear from all over the country. Invisible War on the Saints, 36-part series. When our family came under attack a few decades ago, I had no idea what to do. And as I contacted one pastor after another, they had no idea what I should do. So, uh, yeah, I love to help people always. Watch it. This will help you. Invisible war on the saints. Excited about the opportunity to share freedom with people of all ages. Watch it. Get help. Speaking of getting help, or certainly needing help. Here's one more sign of the times. Private Pennsylvania College, Gettysburg College. They postponed a painting and writing event over the weekend hosted by Gender, Sexuality, and Resource Center for people who are tired of straight white men. They offered the event as part of a peace and justice program, P&J. According to the Senior Project, But since they postponed it after it was shared online, originally scheduled for Saturday, told people to come paint and write about how they're just tired of straight white men. Oh, boy, what a crazy, insane world we're living in today. The demons are flying everywhere around there. A lot of colleges taking down the American flags and leaving up gay flags, the multicolored rainbow flags. Yeah. There's... Okay. Well, I'm for this woman, Paula Ratcliffe. She's the fastest women's marathon runner in history. She's, of course, in her rank mind, and she's against men running as women. She has been Attacked by transgender activist on social media for her opinion. I'm sure she was, but it's all wrong. This transgender thing, men running with women, is absolutely insane. Anyone that has half a brain would realize that. This lady was speaking on BBC Radio when she made the comments comparing transgender athletes to normal athletes. Actually, transitioning is a choice, she explained. Whereas an intersex athlete, it's just the way they were born. They haven't chosen for their body to be producing more testosterone. They haven't chosen it to be like this in their life. And they're not cheating in any way, she said. It's really difficult because the levels of testosterone mean that it's essentially not fair competition with a female with normal levels running against, well, let me say it, a man who's acting like or identifying as a woman. This is just absolutely crazy, is it not? I'm with you, Paula, and most normal people would be too. We just live in a crazy world, don't we? Okay, time for a challenge here in Fashion News, something that I hadn't thought about, but we've got a little war going here, starting in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana. More specifically Notre Dame, Notre Dame University. In Christian circles the debate is now over blue jeans versus leggings versus skirts and what are men looking at among some fashion observers leggings have been regarded now for a while now as really the new blue jeans for years american consumers have been buying less and less denim in favor of the stretchy sleek yet sexy things here in 2017 imports of stretchy knit pants exceeded blue jeans for the first time accommodating and comfy they say the stretchy pants created for exercise are now the downtime uniform of the modern woman. Leggings have won. So why have we not stopped fighting about them? This week, a new skirmish began. A war erupted in South Bend where a churchgoer named Mary Ann White wrote a letter to the editor of the Notre Dame newspaper after sitting behind a group of young women wearing very snug-fitting leggings at the Catholic Mass. White, the mother of four sons, was moved to contemplate the impact of this unforgiving outfit on the moral development of her sons. I've heard women say that they like leggings because they're comfortable. She wrote, so are pajamas, and so is being naked. Well, this war will probably go on for a while. Now, what do you think about it? What else is happening? A big celebration, of course, in Kharazan. Ukraine, they rejoiced after their forces liberated the provincial capital from Russia. In the southern part of that country, a momentous victory in Ukraine's effort to reclaim territory had been seized and illegally annexed by Russian President Vladimir Putin. But the celebrations belie the dire conditions there. No water, no internet. The city is laced with booby traps. It's a big mess. Wakanda Forever had a huge debut. The motion picture, biggest. In November, the Black Panther sequel earned $180 million this weekend at the North American box office. Good for a second-best opening of the year. We want to be entertained in 2022, don't we? We'll forget all of our problems. Everything's wonderful. Let's go to the movies. America's fake president is meeting with uh, the Chinese president, Xi uh, Jim Ping, that's today at the G20 summit in Indonesia. NASA tries to launch Artemis again after months of being thwarted by tech and weather troubles. NASA trying to try to launch its massive rocket early Wednesday morning. It's an uncrewed flight, but if all goes well, this will be the rocket that eventually returns humans to the moon as we spend millions of dollars in outer space. Never have understood that. Former President Trump, whose preferred candidates largely flopped in the midterms, expected to announce he's running for president tomorrow. Retail companies, including Target and Walmart, highlight this week's earnings slate. And the World Cup begins next Sunday. Get pumped up. Yeah. And finally, oh, oh this is good. Beware there's a new scam out there, a new Amazon scam. Woman said that her husband ordered some expensive jewelry. But instead, a whole bunch of motorcycle parts came. Thankfully, she said they fit his bike, so everything (laughs) worked out okay. (laughs) No, we got to get out of here (laughs) on that one. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. We continue to ask you to support this Christian radio station, my friend. Why? Where would you be without it? Only Secular Radio, come on, we need it, my friend. It assists so much, I believe, the local church as they share their message of Jesus Christ and living this life in Him. Yeah, we need Christian Radio. You need to tell others about this station, and when you do so, maybe you can share how you support them with your prayers and finances. Christian Radio, a must more than ever. We're getting squeezed tighter and tighter, Yeah, we need to support and pray for those stations sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. So, what do you believe? What do you believe about the Godhead, the Trinity? What do you believe about salvation? What do you believe about Satan and demons? How about the the church that you attend? What do you believe about the church? And is it the building you go to every Sunday? People very often have a very difficult time expressing what they believe. Instead of having a verifiable belief system based on the Word of God and godly principles, many Christians embrace a few vague ideas, really, that they've picked up from others. When challenged, they really don't know anything. We want, therefore, to be sure that we have a solid knowledge of scriptural truth. Read 1 Peter 3.15. Peter tells us to always be ready. To give a reason for what we believe in the hope that's within us, Is he not? Consider a list of biblical topics that should be the foundation of your belief system. How about the Bible? That's a good start. The Bible's God's unfolding revelation of himself, it is his word to the human race, to you and me, explaining his intervention in history and nature and his arrival into this world as the God man. In keeping with 2 Timothy 3.16, we refer to the Scriptures as the inspired Word of God, or as God-breathed, which means the Lord chose individuals to record what He spoke to them. Since He who gave the Word is more than able to protect it from error, the Bible we have today is reliable as when it was originally recorded. The Word of the living God was given to us so that we might grow in our relationship with God. This is our instruction book for life, something that we should be into every day. And it's the final authority over what we believe. And then what about the Trinity? God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. Although the specific term Trinity is found nowhere in Scripture, did you know that? The truth of the triune God appears throughout the Bible. Our one God consists of three distinct persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They're characterized by the same attributes. They are eternal and omnipotent and omniscient and omnipresent and immutable, but each person has a very different function. Many passages of Scripture reveal a three-part Godhead. For example, the Spirit of God hovers over the water in Genesis 1-2. And then later God says, let us make man in our image. Verse 26, who is us if not a trinity? It's certainly not angels because they're not creators. Jesus likewise indicates three persons comprise the Godhead. I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. There you go. That he may be with you forever. That is in the spirit of truth. John 14, 16 and 17 and later, He admonishes His disciples to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen. The Heavenly Father is the eternal and absolutely holy Creator God. Isn't that great? He has control over every single thing in the world, every single thing in your life. As the Apostle Paul says, He causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose, Romans eight, twenty-eight. However, as trying as our circumstances are, He works to make them turn out for our good. God the Son is Jesus Christ who took upon Himself human flesh and walked among men. Jesus never questioned His own divinity. Instead affirming that, He who has seen me, what? Has seen the Father, John fourteen nineteen. He came to earth for the specific purpose of dying on that old rugged cross. His death was the substitutionary payment in full for your sin debt and mine. First Peter three eighteen, God the Father cannot look upon sin. Psalm sixty six eighteen. Consequently, only a perfect, holy sacrifice could atone before Him. Today, God the Son sits at the right hand of the Father and makes intercession for us. God the Holy Spirit dwells within every believer from the moment of salvation. Through him, we have our spiritual gifts and the empowerment to do the work that God's chosen for our life. It is the Holy Spirit who transforms the life of the believer and brings forth good things, Galatians 5.22. Again, let me ask, what do you know and what do you believe? What do you know and believe about Satan might want to Google Greg Patton, Invisible War on the Saints, 36-part series there on battling the enemy. And excited to report that our colleague, Dr. Ken Copley, is coming out with um, The Great Deceiver. Incredible book. He and I both have similar backgrounds as we uh, have worked in the area of the spirit world. So uh, that's coming out at Southwest Radio Church Publications very soon. All of this, extremely helpful in a daily walk with God and a daily fight with Satan and his demons. But Ezekiel 28, starting there, what, verse 12 through 15, tells us God created Satan as a beautiful and eminent angel. He's real, friends. The devil so desired to be like God that he rebelled against the Creator who subsequently cast him out and his co-conspirators to earth. Here he has chosen to set up a counterfeit kingdom in order that he might reign as God of this world, Second Corinthians 4.4. 4. Satan uses deception. He uses division to ensnare believers. He also desires to keep unbelievers away from the saving grace of Jesus Christ, not hearing the message, thereby destroying them. As the source of all sin, Satan instigates sin and pain and sorrow and death and the whole gamut. But his insidious motives are often disguised in counterfeit religions and empty philosophies. When Satan speaks, he accuses and he deceives. He condemns, antagonizes, and confuses us in an attempt to bring doubt and despair into our lives. Sound familiar? But as Christians, we have no cause to fear Satan. This is true for two reasons. First, a very good one, 1 John 4, 4, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's the Holy Spirit, that one in the world, Satan. Yeah, greater's he and you. And we're under the protection of the Holy Spirit. Nothing that God does not allow can happen to us. And we know that he permits only those circumstances, no matter how bad they seem to be, that he can turn them to our good. And then, secondly, all of us who have read the Word of God have seen Satan's obituary. You'll find it in Revelation chapter 20. Where he's thrown into a lake of fire, eternally punished for his rebellion toward Almighty God. That's good stuff. We'll talk more about this on the next program, but it is important, my friend, what you believe matters, and it's important you have that foundation. I'll ask you again, what do you believe about the Bible? What do you believe about the Godhead, the Trinity? What do you believe about Satan and his demons? You and I need to know, my friend, the Lord is counting on us today. And finally, two official notices coming out here. Uh, The woman says, please don't come to my garage sale if you've ever let me borrow anything. (laughs) And then she also says, my husband is so good. What if this is my wife? My husband is so good at home repairs. They have a very special VIP area reserved for him at the emergency room, probably a place where everybody knows your name. That's it for a Monday. Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Thanks so much for joining us each day at this time, for, well, liking us on Facebook, telling others about the program, listening to shows from last week to last year at gregpatton.com. And I can't say enough. Again, thank you for supporting Christian Radio. Until tomorrow, same time, same place. That's the way it is. November the 14th, 2022. God bless. Have a great day.